Go Loud presents Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome along to this Opinions Matter podcast brought to you by Greenheart CBD. From Greenheart to your heart, Ireland's multi-award winning CBD oil. You can check them out at their website, greenheartcbd.ie. And we'd encourage you to support our show sponsors. Uh, visit their website, greenheartcbd.ie. Uh, and first off on the uh, show today, a topic that rarely gets talked about in the media. But if you are one of the tens of thousands of parents who is raising a child with autism... Uh, This is probably something that happens to you all the time, but how do you deal with it? In a moment, we'll be hearing from uh, a mother of a seven-year-old boy. Uh, Julie says that any time she has her son out in public and uh, her son has an autistic meltdown, the look she gets and sometimes comments she gets from members of the public are an absolute uh, disgrace. And she wants people to stop and think the next time they see this, that it's not always down to bad parenting. So I want you to have a listen very closely to this message that we got over the weekend from a lady called Julie. And if you want to get in contact with Opinions Matter, our email address is allopinionsmattershow at gmail.com. Allopinionsmattershow at gmail.com. Anyway, here's what uh, Julie wrote to us. Hi lads, I'm the proud mother of a beautiful seven-year-old boy with autism. I want to highlight the ignorance of the public when it comes to autism. My son quite often uh, will have what is called an autistic meltdown in a public place. Sometimes on the bus, sometimes in a restaurant or in a shopping centre. I used to be terrified bringing him out for fear of this happening, but it doesn't bother me now. I've learned different ways to cope with it. Generally, it lasts for about five minutes and then it stops. It happened yesterday evening when I was shopping in Dunn's. In the aisle and, uh, sorry, and again, people, the looks from people, the tutting, one woman saying to her friend, good God, that woman can't control her child. Do they ever stop to think that maybe the child has autism? Jack is not a bold child. He just can't control his tantrums. I just wish the public were more understanding, that's all. You should highlight this on your show, and that is from a lady called uh, Julie. To hear of a member of the public saying, oh my God, uh, that woman can't control her child, is a little bit shocking, isn't it? No, I'm not shocked by it at all. It happens all the time. Uh, Parents, especially mothers. Uh, Mothers are the worst critics of all when it comes to parenting. You do see them on parenting uh, pages on Facebook and all that, yeah? Yeah. that, you know, as soon as they see a child being bold or anything like that, it's automatically blame the mother, blame the mother. It's quite obvious. I mean, I'm not fully educated in in autism and all that, but I would know uh, if a child uh, was having, uh, as it's called, and that's the medical term for it, an autistic meltdown. Uh, I think you would know that, wouldn't you? And you wouldn't stop or stare or judge the parent, yeah? Well, Julie was judged the other day. She, she was in Dunn's over the weekend and uh, a woman said to her friend in the aisle in Dunn's stores, oh, good God, that woman can't control her child. Now, she didn't say it directly to her, no. but she said it yeah. kind of under her, uh, under her breath. It must be so hard for those of you who are parents listening who have children with autism. And we want to use this, this topic to give you a voice because a lot of the times you feel you don't have a voice. And we want you, we want to be here to give you a voice 
to tell us what the experiences uh, are like. Because, um, I mean, you, it almost says, now she doesn't really say that, but you can almost guess uh, the feeling from her, from Julie, that she panics before bringing her children, mm. uh, before bringing her child, before bringing Jack Because out. nobody wants to get those looks. Nobody no. wants to get those stares. Nobody wants to get those smart comments. Oh, good God, that woman can't control her child. I was telling you off air, uh, I was in Dunn's uh, on Friday night, and um, my daughter is at that stage now where she'll take something off the shelf and if I put it back on, she'll have a complete meltdown and she'll start rolling around, rolling around in the ground. You know that? And I have to drag her along. And again, this happened in, in Dunn's uh, with me on Friday. And uh, my child doesn't have autism. Um, she was just having a, a tantrum. And uh, you see the looks you get from people. Can, they not, can that man not control his child? That child is so bold. Children have meltdowns. That is a fact. So turn your head the other way and stop being nosy bastards. But... If a child has autism, the meltdown is going to be, and the tantrum is going to be a hundred times worse. You can t- anyone with half a brain can tell if a child has autism. And if can they, they though? If well, how, how? How is the average member of the public meant to know the difference between a child who has autism or a child who's just been a little brat? Because there are some little brats. Yes, there are. But, well, let's find out, is there a difference in how parents feel? As I said, this is your opportunity. If you're the parent of a child with autism, we want you to educate the rest of us in how we should behave if a child is having a, um, a, an autistic meltdown. I have, a, I have a friend, and his son has uh, autism. He's 12 years of age. And they stopped going on foreign holidays because of it, because often it would ha- he would have one of these autistic meltdowns in the airport he's had them on the planes before and they haven't gone on a foreign holiday in about five years purely because the anxiety that they feel known that uh, he could have because it comes with no warning um and known that this could happen on a plane or in an air in an airport and the judgment is not what it is it's judgmental eyes but the point that i'm trying to make is that if, uh, members of the public probably can't tell the difference. And I've seen, I saw a child in a, in a shop the, uh, two, three weeks ago, I think I mentioned it before, uh, flinging sweets at his mother. And uh, to me, he looked like a bold brat. For all I know, he could have had autism. Now, I didn't pass comment. I didn't uh, say anything, but it certainly caught my attention the way he f- he literally flung a bag of sweets directly in his mother's face. Maybe it was autism. I but mean, I don't know. So I, I mean, and what I'm saying is, can you make that an excuse for every bit of bad behavior of a child? Oh, that, that poor child must have autism. No. Because some children just don't behave well in public well, places just, and they don't have yeah, autism. Just stop judging children that behave badly in public then. That's, that's the simple the simple fact. We'd love to hear from you. Send us a WhatsApp to 085-825-2626. And let's kick off with uh, Rachel. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you? Hey, Adrian. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Rachel. Hey, Jeremy. How are you, Rachel? Well, uh, uh, Rachel, what do you make of that message from uh, that woman? That... Oh, no, I totally agree. I totally agree. I, I have two kids with autism. Now, there's one thing I will agree with John Adrian. I do think for people that aren't aware and don't understand it, mm. it is harder to recognise. I do believe that. But like you were saying, like that child throwing the things in the face, there's things kids with autism do because they just want everything and anyone away from them. Mm. And they just, because for them it's a sensory overload, like Jeremy said, you get no warning. I could actually be like, I've actually had it so much with my son when he was younger. 
and my daughter as well. And I've actually had people come up to me from my daughter. Like I've actually had people come up and tell me she can't be autistic. She doesn't look it. And I'm like, oh my no, god! Right, yeah. Like, you know what, what, what does somebody with yeah. autism look like? Exactly. And then I've had people come up to me with my son and actually say to me, I'm actually remember saying say this to you before. And um, I was at a bus stop at the square years ago, and a woman actually come over. He was having a meltdown, and a woman actually come over and actually says to me, "Hey, look, do you want me to just take him, take him away from you? You know, he he, he needs to just get a good slap." And I was like, and I remember at the time thinking I was so shocked by what she said, I couldn't even react. Do you know that way? Um, and, and part of me thinks it's sad because there's so much awareness around everything now mm. that. I well, then, let, let me let me ask you a question. Happen. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Then, how is a, a a person meant to know? There, there is nothing worse than seeing, and, and I'm being honest about this. There is nothing worse yeah. than seeing children really badly misbehaving in a public place. I believe the worse the behaviour is, there's every chance that they're autistic. But I do agree with Jeremy. Every single child has tantrums. There, it doesn't mean they're both. Sometimes even neurotypical kids just have things that are too much for them and they have tantrums. I will say the more you see a child being told no, here's one thing about autism, when a child is told no, the reason they react to the word no is not that it's being told no, it's because they don't understand the why, if that makes sense. Yes, I do, I do. Uh, but what I'm getting... So if they understood why they weren't getting something, they're actually... A lot of times there's, there's meltdown avoided, but because at most times they don't understand the why and the no, they, mm. it, when all they hear is no, they don't understand why. But I just have to go back to something that Jeremy said a second ago, and that is, you know, all children yeah. uh, carry on. Uh, you know, in a public place, like you said about your daughter the other day. Complete uh, meltdown. Complete meltdown. Okay, yeah. and, and these things happen. Yeah. But I think uh, people find it frustrating the older a child gets to see them uh, carrying autism a, never goes away. No, I'm not saying, I'm not talking about autism. I'm talking about bad behaviour in a public place. Um, well, how is it any of your business? Well, it is if I'm in a restaurant and there's ki- a kid causing mayhem in the restaurant, then it is my business. I'm not necessarily oh, just oh. talking about uh, oh, the Isle of a supermarket. Oh, a child, a child ruined your starter. Like, come on! I remember. Like, one... I think when you have an older child in a restaurant and it's their cousin, like because you're saying mayhem, mm. I do think there is. As we get older, I do think it's much easier to see as they're older. The difference between bad behaviour and a child, especially is like my son is twelve now. And I even, if I go out, I can see it. I find it even much easier, even though I have a better understanding. I think it's actually easier to recognise it as they're older. Because a lot of kids, when they're that old, they're not going to have a tantrum as such. Do you know what I mean? If a child is that old, so I assume. I assume you, know, you have experienced what uh, Rachel described uh, in terms of being judged by the public. Oh, being judged? Oh, yeah. Oh, like I've had it in restaurants, I've had it in shopping centres, I've had it at bus stops. I've had it walking down the road, I've had it in shops. My son is actually, um, you know the way some kids have kind of run off and they won't talk to anyone. My son would be, in a, in a sense, very over-social. So a lot of times he would walk by people and he'd want to hug them. And I actually remember it happened a few times and we'd be at, say, a little stop or something or out for a walk. And he would stop us. Now, when he speaks, it's very clear to recognise that he's special needs. Do you know that way? Um, I've actually had people, when he'd say, hi, can I have a hug? And people literally go, ah, 
get away from me. Like, literally saying to him, like, get away. And, like, I mean, some more things as well. Do you know that way? Um, so I, I've, I've experienced it an awful lot. An awful lot. I think you become immune to it. I do think you become immune to it. And, and, I and so like much. I said, this is the point that uh, that Julie is making in her in her email. She says, uh, do they ever stop to think that the child may have autism? And uh, Jack is not a bold child. He can't control his tantrums. I just wish the public were more understanding. Have you found yourself, the public, not being very understanding at times, Rachel? Yeah. Yeah, a lot. It happens an awful lot more than you would think. Mm. I actually find it happens a lot more with the older generation. Um, I find it would happen more with people kind of, I don't mean to glad, over the age of 50 onwards. Mm. I find I actually get more ignorant from them and than may, I would uh, now. And I think maybe now, it's something that happens to, to people. It may be something that happens with people as they get a bit older. Your tolerance for children becomes less, I suppose. But um, more understanding is needed. Stay with me for one second, if you can, please, Rachel. 085-825-2626 is our uh, WhatsApp number. If you want to send us a WhatsApp voice note on this, please do. Um, Anthony, uh, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, Anthony, you uh, are autistic yourself. Is that right? Yes, I am. Has are several of my nephews. Okay, and the, the conversation today is about the reaction of the general public when they see a child that they may not know is autistic, having a, a basically an autistic meltdown, and and then being very judgmental on it. Is this something you've experienced? Well, I've had some people when I was very young. They would keep, you know, insulting me and all that and this kind of behaviour it's unacceptable and just about people, they need to mind their own business, that's why I think the government needs to do an ad campaign to raise awareness and autism to educate ignorant, judgmental people And uh, by the sounds of it, there are uh, quite a lot of ignorant, judgmental people. The question that I'm asking, though, today is, and Julie's message highlights how one woman made a comment. Now, obviously, making a comment is, is one thing. But people are entitled to have an opinion when uh, children are misbehaving. And I'm not necessarily talking about an autistic child. I'm talking about children in general. And, Jeremy, you're saying, oh, God, what, they ruined your lunch. Uh, It it is not good enough for children to just brazenly misbehave. But you cannot control an an autistic behavior. This is is what I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to understand the difference. What I'm trying to say is the last thing, and Anthony will be able to vouch for this, the last thing that a parent needs when their autistic child is having an absolute meltdown in public, the last thing that parent needs is judgmental eyes. I agree. I agree. But by the same token, are we meant to just accept that, you know, some children are misbehaving. They're not autistic. They're misbehaving. How are you meant to know the difference? Well, I see you can't have people be judgmental. That can have an effect on the parents and on the child, right? I know for a fact that happened to me as a child. It would no doubt affect me. It affected me when other kids were being bullies, you know, saying things to me. That still affected me. And even some teachers, they don't know much about autism. They need to be educated. They need to be more education in autism to educate these ignorant people who need to mind their own business. Okay, so if anybody 
sees any child misbehaving in any way, they should just mind their own business and leave the child at it. Exactly. Just mind their own business. Just move on. Okay, so uh, again... What I'm trying to get at here, uh, and I know it's a word that we're not even allowed to use anymore, uh, a child being bold, it's a nearly a forbidden word. That's, well, it is. That's no, the fact of we're it. We're allowed to use the word. Relax there. Okay. Uh, uh, the point I'm trying to make is, how is somebody meant to know the difference between a bold brat who's just not doing what he or she is told and a child that has autism? But again, it shouldn't be any of your business. It is your business. When you're out in a public place, it is your business. And I'll give you the example. You're sitting in a restaurant and there's children just running bloody riot around the place. And don't tell me that doesn't annoy you because I know it does. You're entitled to be annoyed about that. You're entitled to have an opinion about bad behaviour with children. And what I'm trying to understand is the difference. How I would know the difference between a child who's just being a brat and a child who's having an autistic meltdown. This is um, Ivor who wants to get involved in this conversation. Hi, lads. Um, it's brilliant that you're highlighting this situation. Um, my my wife and I have a little girl, seven years old, uh, severely autistic, autistic. And uh, yeah, we have some situations, especially if we went into a restaurant or a shop um she'd have a meltdown or whatever which is obviously not her fault you know what i mean but you get narrow-minded people that would stare um i don't think it would be oh god that um or them parents kind of attitude i think it's because they just don't understand i think that's what our um impression of it is um we had the hardest time during lockdown especially when people would have to queue outside um, some of the stores and you had to wear a mask and things like that. So um, my daughter likes going to Smith's uh, stores, you know, to look at the toys and play with them and things. And um, queues like that were a nightmare. So there has been situations where she'd have a bad meltdown and we had to just leave the line, not even get into the store. And you get looks and all that, but I'm sure... Um, it was just more, they just didn't understand. And there's an awful lot of people out there that are um, sympathetic to the situation. Um, but um, I'm really glad you highlighted it, guys. And um, thank you. All right, thank you, Ivor. This is a conversation that doesn't happen uh, often enough, doesn't get discussed. And uh, Ivor even mentioned the fact that we are highlighting it. But what we're trying to understand is how a member of the public is meant to know uh, the difference. And if anybody says that they don't raise their eyes to heaven when uh, in a public place of a child is misbehaving... No, that's a lie. That's a lie, because they do. Yes, we all do. Every single one of us does. Um, Pete, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Pete? I'm very, I'm full of a cold, but uh, uh, yeah, I'm all right, lads. Okay. Thank you. How are you guys? All right? Good, thanks, Pete. Thanks very much indeed. Now, <laughs> Pete, you also believe that uh, people need to mind their own business if a child is having a meltdown or apparently misbehaving. Yeah, well, what, what business is it of anyone else's to tell you how to deal with your children? And what, what I'm trying to, what I don't understand here is you're saying if you're in public or you're in a restaurant, it's your business. It's not your business. It's none of your business. Fair enough, you can look at the sky and think, oh, Jesus Christ. But it's not your business. 
And it's made me wondering, right? So you want to know what the difference between a child with autism yes. and a child who's not a- autism is having a meltdown. All right, so if you know the difference, what are you going to do? If you think, oh, that child's got autism, right, I'll leave it be. No, but maybe you'll be a, mi- a bit more tolerant or a bit more understanding. And again, so Pete... We've all got kids and they all go mental sometimes. Mm-hmm. Can we not have a bit more tolerance and understanding? You don't know what the kids are going through. You don't know what they're going through at home. They might be having a really awful childhood. You just don't know. and might be lashing out. You know, it's to say, and then to say, that's my business. That's no one else's business. Just let them kids, just let the parents deal with it. You just, you could be anything going on in their lives. That's how they're acting. It doesn't make it my business or anybody else's business. Okay, let me ask you then. You're saying it's yeah. nobody's business if you're in a public place. Yeah. Now, don't tell me at, at any point in your life you haven't at one stage or another raised your eyes to heaven because uh, some child is just uh, really badly misbehaving, running around like a lunatic, knocking over glasses. I'm thinking of in a, in a restaurant or whatever. You have to have raised your eyes to heaven at some stage or another. Yeah, but that still doesn't make it any of your business. You can you can be annoyed by it. But it is your business. What are you going to do? You're going to kick off at the parents. No, it is, but it is your business. It is your business if you're in a situation <laughs> where it's ruining your experience of whatever it is that you're doing. But if it's your business, then you have to deal with it. You have to do okay, something Jer- about it. All right, Jeremy, I'm going to give you another example of something oh, you mentioned a couple, of, a couple okay. of years ago uh, of being in the cinema and uh, kids in front of you just carrying on disgracefully that you couldn't hear the movie. Yeah. Okay, you couldn't he- hear I, the movie. I, I stood up during the movie and told the parents to get their camera kids in. But that's none of your business. It was this o- is exactly the point that I'm trying to make here. Well, it was obvious in this situation that the kids were just little brats. You can tell anyone with half a brain, Adrian, give people a bit of credit. Anybody with half a brain, as Pete is saying, can tell the difference between little shits. And yeah, but Pete is also saying it's none of your business. No, it, yeah, but if it's affecting you directly, this particular situation, Adrian, I was watching the movie and the kids were kicking the chair and throwing popcorn at the back of our heads. Uh, to, yeah, to I remember the story. Uh, yeah, and you expect me just to sit there and take that? No, that's completely different. I worked in a, in a store, a well-known store, many years ago, and some carers came in with some autistic people. They, they started tearing the place to bits. And you know what? Our manager was like, just leave them to it. Don't make a scene. They were knocking stuff over, breaking stuff. But what can you do? You can't go up and shout at them and say, stop doing that because they just don't understand that. It's just the way they were. Okay, but you... you, you, but you my own experience with it, though. Okay, but you were you know? fore- forewarned with that information that these children were autistic. No, no, we, no, we didn't. You can just tell. You can tell. You, can tell, uh, you know... Uh, well, uh, again, Jeremy, how did you know that these children in the cinema weren't autistic? Because they weren't having an autistic meltdown. I'm for, but you listen to what I'm saying. This is what we're trying to understand here. I'm trying to understand... Uh, Pete is saying it is none of my business, it's none of anybody's business if a child is misbehaving in a public place. You've just already demonstrated how no, I think sometimes that, no, no, it no, 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 is no, no. your I think, business. I think Pete would even agree with my situation in the cinema, wouldn't you, Pete, that the kids were kicking the back of the chair and flinging popcorn at us, that you would have to do something about it. You could, you could tell, couldn't you? If someone yeah. in the cinema has been a little prick, you could tell. Yeah. You know, if somebody's got an issue, mentally, mentally challenged issue, then you can tell. Okay, you know, I, 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 I want to read it. So either way, I mean, how do you get, you couldn't get involved anyway. I mean, Adrian, 
you, you, could, you could turn around and leave lads and kick off. God knows what's going to happen. You see, my, my worry here is, and I'm going to read a message that's just come in to me a second ago, uh, and this is my worry, that we just tolerate... Uh, not necessarily autistic children. I'm talking about bad behaviour by children. And here's a message that came in from James, and he said, I sold ice cream in Ballyfermot, Inchicore and Crumlin all my life. Kids nowadays are spoiled, over-pampered narcissists. If they don't fear and respect you, they run amok. And the point that I'm trying to make well, is... Well, definitely, you cannot combat autism with fear. I mean... I'm not ta- we're talking well, about... Well, no, 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 no. You no, see, no, what no, I'm worried on, about you, here is... You expect, I'm the, worried you expect about, the parents of autistic children to slap them if no, they're having a No, 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 if you listen to me. I am trying to uh, get to a point where it is not acceptable for children that aren't autistic to carry on and run amok, as you've just heard. And I'm trying to, as somebody who uh, hasn't read the book, what was that? Read that comment again there uh, that came in a few minutes ago. Something about me reading a book or whatever. Yeah, something about you need to read a book, you're ignorant. I need to know the difference between... Uh, as, as that message said, right. over pampered narcissists running a mug. You're making. So do we just tolerate then all children you're, misbehaving? You're making this about yourself. No, you are. And I do we tolerate all children misbehaving? It's just mind your own business. Leave them at it. Let them do what they want to do. Sue, welcome to Opinions Matter. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good, thank you. What do you want to say on this? Um, I'm the mother of a 16-year-old autistic child. Um, she can be very violent, very reactive. She kind of thrives on getting a reaction during a meltdown. And the more people that sees her, you know, losing it, the better for her. So what I've learned and what I've been taught is to ignore. You know, and she soon stops it. It's like putting out the fire. If you ignore her, she puts out the fire immediately. Okay, so if she doesn't get any reaction from you, then uh, it, it subsides. Quite, yeah. Sometimes it can take a few minutes, sometimes it can happen immediately. But this is what I've learned, you know, how to deal with my daughter. I was in a car park one day and my daughter had a meltdown and she started to hit me. And this man came over, saw what was going on, and he came over just to ask, you know, is everything okay? Now, I wasn't going to take the time to explain to him, so I just said, She's absolutely fine. Do you mind just moving? just go because she was getting worse because she knew she had an audience and your man said to me well no wonder she's the way she is with a mother like you really that was the answer you got yeah and left me in tears crying not from what my daughter had done from what he had said oh that's awful now that is dreadful and and by the way for uh, people who are uh, messaging in giving out about me I'm just trying to I certainly never comment on on bad behaviour by a child or or whatever. But if you if you saw being if you saw Sue here being hit by her daughter in the car park at the time, you would have been the exact same. I would have raised concern, yeah, but not be as yeah. obnoxious as your man was. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I do get because I, I've often gone out shopping. I've gone to, and she will she will go into a meltdown. People will stare at you and they're going, "Oh my god." Look at what you listen to when she's speaking to her mom, or mm. look, look what she's doing, and all. But they won't say anything. And I'm usually the person that looks very less. But you, but you, you have to understand. You know, if I saw a teenager uh, hitting their mother, I would be concerned, uh, and I wouldn't even be thinking outside yeah, the no, box. No, but it, 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 was, it, it wasn't. She was just hit, she was pulling at her hair. She was biting. It was obvious that this wasn't just her hitting me. And this again, t- tell me what. Tell me what the guy said. <laughs> 
he said to the mother like you I was the with the mother like you can you only blame the way she is my god yeah that's dreadful now and to the point that I mean I went to my counsellor that a couple of days later roaring crying I take her out for months the words stung me I said what have I done wrong you know it was absolutely horrible if you've nothing nice to say don't say anything at all all right, stay there for one second if you can, please. 085-825-2626 is our uh, WhatsApp number. Lorraine is that parent. Hi, lads. Uh, Lorraine here. Um, my little boy is seven and he's autistic. And I've just adapted the attitude now where if people have an opinion or a comment to make, I ignore it because it's just down to pure ignorance at the end of the day. And anyway, what is it got to do with anyone? What behaviour issues the kids are having at, at, at that time or wherever they may be um, my son he's verbal thank God and you know he has meltdowns but I'm not going to make any excuses he's autistic it's his condition and I just get on with it it's part of him and who he is um, it would suit people better to mind their own business and also another thing that would be beneficial for kids you know, growing up in schools, it would be beneficial for for schools to introduce a program where kids to be kinder to to other kids, not with just autism, but with several other intellectual disabilities, and treat them with kindness instead of being so horrible and spiteful and vicious. It's horrible. Kids can be so nasty, but as they say, out of the you know, out of the mouth of babes, kids are only saying and seeing. You know, they're only saying what they're seeing at home and, they're, you know, they're speaking through the, their mouths of their parents. And I'm sorry, um, I've been, uh, you know, I've fallen victim to this. It's ignorance. So, you know, there's a lot to be done about this. Um, there's a lot that needs to be done about it. Um, and I just think, you know, you know, somebody get the finger out and, you know, because these kids are growing to go, growing up into adults and they're going to... Um, you know, they're going to be, the, you know, the adults of tomorrow that are going to pass comment on the kids of tomorrow that are having meltdowns. Just everyone be kind. You know, nobody knows what's going on in anyone else's world. So if you haven't got a good word to say to anybody, don't bother say it at all. All right, thanks. All right, Lorraine, Bye. thanks very much indeed. Uh, and this comes what a back great to message as well. This <laughs> comes back to the uh, original message from Julie, and Julie uh, was in Dunstores over the weekend. Child had a meltdown. Uh, he's seven, and one woman in the shop said to her friend, "Oh my God, that woman can't control her child." Yeah, and raised her eyes to heaven and tutted and whatever the case may be. Mary has been on to us uh, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is even more shocking, this is. Mary, if you want to send us a message, you know the number there, 085-825-2626. I had a woman in public hit one of my kids because they wouldn't leave stuff alone. I assume it was in a shop. Jesus. Imagine hitting someone else's kids because God, of I mean, talk about minding your own business. Yeah, and Marie, Maria Ann says, my heart is broken listening to this. It's sad that people go on like this uh, in times like this. It's sickening. But I think that that's why we're discussing this, Maria. Uh, education is what's needed, isn't mm. it? And, and that's all I'm trying to understand here. And again, and I'm going to bring this point up again, we don't have to tolerate bad behaviour by children in public places. Yeah, it's about knowing the difference. Yes, that's and that's exactly what, what I'm trying to get at. Uh, now, where am I going? James, uh, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, James? I, I think with the children, the autistic, 
I had a run with a child one time and a chap came along and the child was on the ground kicking his feet and he had to lay down beside him and held his hand. He laid, and sorry, he, lay, he, he lay down beside him? He lay down beside him on the ground and uh, he was chatting away to him and the mother was mortified she was. And she must have been there now about 10 minutes on the ground trying to, trying to calm the lad. And uh, this was just a stranger doing this? Yeah. Man really? gone by. <laughs> really? That right. was brilliant to see it. And uh, did the child eventually calm down? The man walked him by the hand out of the shop, out of the car and put him in the back of the car and strapped him in. And, uh, it was brilliant to see it. Right, and again, this man had nothing to do with the child. This was a stranger. No, nothing to do with the child. He was, he was in the shop. That's mad. <laughs> it was amazing to see him just lying down on the ground. But maybe he uh, had experience. Maybe he was a professional of some sort and had maybe, ex- yeah. I don't, a, a, I don't really know. Yeah. No, no, but I thought, it, I thought it was brilliant. But, you see, autism, I, I, I think... Uh, there's not enough publicity about it, and there's not enough money being poured into that situation. And again, that's, that's why. Yes, and that's why we're having this conversation today. Yeah. Uh, because of Julie's message, where she highlighted uh, the ignorance of of people in public for you know uh, making comments and. Well, that, uh, that, this is issue. People, people are just being nosy. I think they just can't mind their own business and have to pass remarks. Mm. No, you're probably right, uh, to be honest. All right, thanks very much indeed for your call, James. Good to talk to you. You're uh, welcome. Uh, 085-825-2626. Keith, uh, or sorry, Roisin has been on to us. I just want to say that people should understand autism a little bit better and people should be more educated on autism before they go rolling their eyes. People should start learning. It should be taught in schools what autism is and maybe our society wouldn't be so bad with autism. It's ridiculous. Dave. Your own opinions matter. What's your uh, point on this conversation? Yeah, well, no, I just wanted to say, like, I mean, if a kid has a meltdown in a shop, regardless of autism or intellectual uh, disabilities or anything like that, so what? Like, there's a massive difference between little Johnny son of a bitch wrecking the shelves and just being, you know, like, acting like a little shite bag, and a kid who's just had enough. You know, and decided okay, to but go D- Dave, I'm being accused of being ignorant here. How do you know the difference? Because I believe if a child in a public place that you're sharing space with is misbehaving in a disgraceful way, you're entitled to have an opinion on that, if nothing else. Well, look, obviously, look, you know yourself, opinions are like arseholes. Everybody has one. But um, no, but there is there's a, there's a huge difference. I mean, it, if you pay more attention, you can easily tell. I mean, like, and look, you know, just to inject a bit of positivity into this conversation, like I grew up with a brother with special needs and he was prone to having meltdowns, um, especially in maybe like the likes of Paddy's Day when we go into town to watch a parade because for a lot of people with learning difficulties or autism, special needs, mm. it can be a real sensory overload. You know what I mean? He used to, and trust me, when he threw a wobbly, he, he threw a wobbly. Like, I mean, a woman once told my mother uh, one day that uh, people like him should be put in a home. You know what I mean? That's and okay. Well, we've made, we've lot, moved on from that. I hope. No, but I'm just saying. But people back then were a lot more vocal about voicing their opinions, and were a lot more ignorant to the subject than they are nowadays. I find there are still hurdles to, to jump for. You know, like getting access for people with special needs to, to the services they need, stuff like that. But nowadays, 
you know, it's a lot more accepted. People know a lot more. Kids who would have been shunned and not even allowed to go to school are now taking part in mainstream school. People with Down syndrome are working in shops and stuff. They're more independent. They're leading their own lives, you know. So, like, it, there is a long road, you know, and a hard battle to be fought for people with intellectual disabilities, autism, just, I mean, just that whole cadre of our society. And, and but, again, uh, Dave, the point I was making is, uh, yes, we Yes, we need to be less ignorant towards uh, and making comments about children who are autistic. But my um, conversation here is, how is somebody meant to know the difference? That's really what I, I mean. I, I got George, a message. No. That, I got so, a message. Right, right. So I'll take my brother for an example. Mm. You would obviously know just by looking at the guy, he's special needs, right? Correct, yes. But people with autism, a lot of time, you might know. They might have a visible tick. They might be wearing those nice canceling headphones. There may be outward signs that they, they're special needs. But the easiest answer to that question is, if you see a kid having a meltdown, don't your own fucking business. You know, I mean, if you're in a cinema or a restaurant and some kid is acting the maggot, that's, that's fair enough. I, I can understand why people would be a bit miffed there. But if you're walking through Duns or Tesco's and there's a kid having a meltdown, just look the other way. You know, I mean, it, regardless of whether the kid has autism or not, like children are prone to slip out. Like all of us here in this conversation are parents. Can any of us hold our hand up and say, our kid, none of our kids have ever thrown a wobbly one? No, of course you can't. No, because it happens. You know what I mean? And you know yeah. just as much as that lady who sent in the message that the shame that you feel when your kid's throwing a tantrum and you're outside and people are looking at you. You know, it's like, let's empathize with each other and say, regardless of what might be going on in your life, your kid's life, it happens. It's like people get fed up and pissed off, you know. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. But again, I um, and I um, repeat myself like a broken record. I want to understand the difference between those children in the cinema throwing the popcorn and carrying on disgracefully, and a child with autism. How are, okay, or so are, we, right, are we meant so to? Are we meant to right. all just tolerate and mind our own no, business no, when we're, children we're, are no, misbehaving? We're not supposed to go all namby pamby and be all like, "Oh, maybe that kid has issues." Okay, a kid throwing popcorn and screaming and roaring in the cinemas is most likely not a kid who's got an intellectual disability. Or could have, though. Could have. For they, no, they could. I, I could be completely wrong. They could. I'm not going to say definitively they don't. But the vast majority of times someone with special needs or autism freaks out is because it's, it's sensory overload for them and their body goes into shutdown. My, my nephew is like that. He doesn't attack people. He doesn't run, scream, run around screaming and roaring. It's just the lights, the noise, everything that's going on is too much for him. And he just freaks out he doesn't run around breaking stuff he just has a meltdown in his own little corner because he wants to extricate himself from the situation that he's in that's a massive difference between some kid running around going ha ha you're this and you're that and pulling stuff off shelves so that generally in my personal experience with these things that's not the way it goes i mean my brother would have like lost the rag and lashed out at people but at the same time my mother or father would have jumped in straight away and tried to get him out of the situation that he's in. Like, you know, they're, they're, no, they may be out there, but there are very few parents out there with kids with autism or intellectual disabilities or anything like that. It's going to let their child freak out in a public space and say, oh, you know, it's okay, he has autism, I'm going to let him wreck the shop. They're going to be just as mortified, probably more mortified and more worried about the judgment that they're going to get from strangers that they're going to try and get them out of that situation. They're going to get them to try and calm down. Mm. All right, you know where I'm coming from here. Yeah, no, I do, I do understand. I do understand. But so uh, you see, it, what, it I'm, what I'm... It can get murky 
it can get murky sometimes, for sure. Okay, but and, and this, this comes back to the point. delineation between the two. Okay, but this comes back to the point of uh, Julie in the supermarket over the weekend. Uh, her child is having an autistic meltdown and a woman saying to her friend, God, that woman can't control her child, okay? Um, by the same token, I saw a child behaving disgracefully and flinging sweets in his mother's face uh, and everything else. And I would be 90% certain that the child doesn't have autism. He was just really just being, being a little shit. Just being yeah. a little shit. Now, yeah, yeah. And, but there, there you go. That, that's the difference. Like, yeah, but how? Yeah, yeah, but you're not listening to me. I am trying to understand how do I, as just Joe Soap, know the difference? You probably won't know the difference. That's the thing. That's why people are saying... If you see something like that, mind your own business because you don't know. You can't tell. You can't be 100% certain. No, I, for well, sure. I, here, for, firstly, I did mind my own business. I didn't get involved. I didn't uh, say anything. I didn't even raise my eyes to heaven. It's just something well, that's. Then you're fine. No, I know that. But it's just something that stuck with me that this child was misbehaving so disgracefully, and he was only about seven or eight. And he almost told his mother to fuck off as he threw the sweets at her. And I was horrified. Horrified. Yeah, and for you, that and mother, you know, by it, the way. For the and mother. In, it, and in my experience, it's usually like the, the parents with kids like that are usually the ones who speak up about other people's kids. Because anybody who's been in a position with, again, with a kid with autism, intellectual disabilities, aren't like that, they wouldn't open their mouth. Mm. You know, they'd, they'd you know, give, a, give a look, give a nod, say, I know how you feel, and they'd move on. But that kid throwing sweets at his mother, maybe he had issues. Maybe he had ADHD. You don't know. Just what we need to do as a society. But, uh, uh, to well, then, actually, Dave, you, you lead me to the, uh, my next question. Say, a lot of bold children, uh, the parents will say ADHD. Yeah, and as yeah. You, you lead me nicely onto the next question. Are we now at the stage that we put a label on every child who just misbehaves? Because some children no. just misbehave. And there were the, no, we and don't, the parents because, who always say ADHD. Parents, and I've got a good, actually, example for you here. Our young lad, when he was younger, was a little psycho. He was one, like, he was like, he was like the energy is funny on crack cocaine. That you right. just could not stop him moving. And he was, I'll be honest, he was a kid that sometimes would have a meltdown inside his shop or whatever. We hmm. were told twice to get him tested by the schools because they said they thought he had ADHD. We got him tested twice. The guy who tested him said, he's fine, don't worry about it. He'll mellow out as he gets older. He's just a hyper child. So a lot of the problems is in society nowadays, we seem to want to be able to stick a label on a kid and say, this is That's exactly the point like, that I'm trying to make. That like, Come here to me. Look, like I said, growing up with a brother with special needs, just because he had special needs didn't mean he, like, if he acted the maggot, he got in trouble for it. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's not like my man said, oh, you had a meltdown, let's go home and drink hot chocolate. Like, if he did something bold, he, he got reprimanded for it. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I have a brother who works, works with people with special needs. And he says, if the acrobatics, you know, they get pulled up over it. I know. You, know, okay, but, uh, you see, what I, what I worry about, uh, Dave, and I'm sure you've seen this yourself, and I'll go back to the message from the guy who drove the ice cream van in Ballyfermot, Inchicore, and Crumlin. Uh, and Labels, he said, that's what you're referring to. No, but he says, 
that kids are becoming spoiled, over-pampered narcissists. In other words, they're allowed to get away with everything because nobody wants to chastise them, nobody wants to look crooked at them, um, and we just have to accept that kids will behave in whatever no, way they that, want. That's not true. In my local Duns, and I'm sure any parent listening to this will be able to relate to this, in my local Duns, they have the chocolate bars at the tills, uh, which I don't have a problem with, you know. There was a whole push about five years ago where parents were like get chocolate bars away from tills we can't scan our shopping because our kids are screaming for chocolate fuck off pardon me french will you control your children it's not their fault if i want to buy a bounty bar when i'm scanning my food i should be able to i had the other day my son um who loves kinder bueno bars we were at the till and he knows that i hate scenes in public so he'll, he'll chance his arm when there's other people around and he takes a kinder bueno bar off the off the shelf and puts it into the basket he says you're not getting that you're not having that. You're not having a chocolate bar at this hour of the evening. It was late in the evening. Oh, yes, I am. Because he knew. Kids play you. Oh, yes, I am. And I said, oh, you're not. I took it off him and put it back on the shelf. And he starts screaming. And I was like, you can scream all you want. You're not getting the chocolate bar. So you have to. And was that the end of that? Yes, because I said no to him. And I agree with you. A lot of parents are afraid are afraid to say no to their kids because we're at that stage now where we're molly coddling kids. And, and that's exactly what the ice cream man said. Let me squeeze in a few more messages Jeez, you on You mentioned the ice cream man. I'd love an ice cream now. Keith has a valid point on this. Hi, yeah. Um, I just think that if, if a child is throwing a serious tantrum and a parent is just standing there with their nose in the air and they're not acknowledging the child or doing nothing about it, I think, you know, you're well within your rights to say something because you're trying to enjoy a meal or whatever, but if a parent is trying to deal with that situation and, and sort it out by saying something you're just going to put added stress on the parent that could escalate into an argument or whatever if they're dealing with then leave them alone and let them do it a lot of reaction on this one here's another one my point is you might not say anything but do you not think that we see the eye rolling and the stares and how that makes us feel like, really, if you had something like an accident happen to you outside and you had a crowd of people standing around you, how would you feel under everybody is standing staring at you? Like, it happens daily where you get stares. It's not my son's fault. Mind your own business and stay out of it. We don't need your looks. We don't need your pity glances. Just stay out and mind your own business and learn about autism, please. All right, thanks very much indeed. Um, this is Tracy, who's a great point to make, who is also an autism mum. Hey, lads. Uh, I just, I can't really ring in at the moment, but I just wanted to kind of put a point across as well that with kids who have autism, uh, when they're having meltdowns, you can actually kind of tell the difference if you really look because they're the parents who are really trying to get their kids calmed down. They're trying to get them out. They're the ones that aren't screaming and shouting at their kids. And I think you can kind of tell the difference between a lot of the time. You can tell the difference between a child who is just having like, you know, a tantrum because they want something and the parents won't buy it and a child who's autistic because I think parents of autistic kids tend to get a bit more flustered. They tend to, you know, they're looking around knowing that people are looking at them, passing comments and stuff like that. Whereas someone who is used to have their child maybe having tantrums or they're just saying, no, you can't have that toy, you can't have that sweets or whatever, you know, the child screaming back and calling them names and all the rest of it. And I just think like, you know, parents with autistic kids tend to get a lot more flustered, a lot more embarrassed, you know, because they know they're getting judged and it's a really horrible feeling and it's happened to us a few times. Um, and it really is an awful feeling because it's not actually your child having a meltdown that upsets you, it's actually the comments and how people 
view you as a parent and they just mm. judge you without even knowing you. All right, a brilliant message, uh, Tracy. Thanks very much indeed. And we'll squeeze in one more from Tom. That's just in terms of your conversation there. Sorry about the, the volume on my work, but I just wanted to say that um, uh, behavioural issues can be the result of uh, a lot of different factors, as we are, we're all aware. And there may be a label attributed, such as ADHD, ODD, and a, a range of other ones, autism. Just because someone has a label doesn't give them a get-out-of-jail card-free. It means that supports have to be put in place to support them and, and improve their behaviour and, and engagement. There is no point in having a label and just using it as an excuse. And for parents to think that that is okay, it's uh, not very good on their uh, part. What they should be doing is engaging with the rel- relevant professionals and uh, coming up with practical plans that they can implement on a daily basis um, and I know it's easier said than done. There's a lot of them out there, but you just have to push. It's your child, and they have to live in society without you. All right, thanks very much indeed for uh, your message, Tom. It's a fascinating conversation, I have to say, and we're very grateful to Julie uh, for bringing it to our attention. As you can see, Julie, you're not alone. Uh, the amount of parents that we have spoken to who uh, regularly go through the exact same uh, thing as you... The point I think we're hearing is pe- uh, people need to mind their own business. The point I was making is you can't just let all children away with bad behaviour on the assumption that there's a vague possibility that they could be autistic. Autism is such a complex, complex uh, thing. And I mean, there's different, you know, you can be on different scales of the spectrum as well. And no two cases of autism are the same. No two children with autism are the same. They all behave in very different ways. And I think just nowadays we need to be more mindful. And um, that the little little Johnny on your avenue who's maybe behaving in an, in an odd way, that it is autism and not just bold behaviour. All right, thanks very much indeed for all of your calls, comments, texts and opinions. If you enjoyed this podcast um, and if you'd like us to talk about something specific on the Opinions Matter podcast, please send us an email to allopinionsmattershow at gmail.com allopinionsmattershow at gmail.com or you can send us a WhatsApp at any time to 085-825-2626. And if you did enjoy this podcast, please hit subscribe or follow and you'll be notified every time we uh, upload a brand new podcast. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.